in my rat cage era. And then he read smut to me. Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is for the old. Hey guys, welcome back to Off Duty. I'm your host, Alexis. Hey. Ooh, bitch. And your co-host, Mike. <laughs> start it up, start it up. <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's going on? Uh, we missed you guys. <laughs> What's the hot gossip? Tell Come us. On, girls. Besides Kylie Jenner getting got by PETA. Did you see that? No, absolutely not. Girl, you know I don't keep up with shit like that. You really don't. She she got dressed by that designer. I'm going to butcher his name, but... The lion head? The lion head. Everybody was upset about that. Is it? I thought it was fake. Of course it's fake. Then why are they upset? Who cares? That's what I thought, too. Everything's perspective, you guys. And you really learn that in therapy. But people took it to a deeper level because I guess lions are becoming extinct. And then I guess it kind of represents killing them, which I didn't. I was thinking like I saw the art in it. I don't know. It was serving. It's a liter- yeah, bitch, it looks so good, especially because it was fake and it looks the so art, real. Yeah, the art of it, like the fact that they were able to get the details to that extreme as a fashion house is amazing. Like, it's not a fucking theme park. And they essentially put a theme park in a fucking... You know what I mean, though? Like, that's some legit shit. And that's a designer who did that. Like, But some girls don't get it. You know, the PETA vegans, like, they're different. I just don't understand this whole culture of being like super sensitive to specific things is so drawn out and played out at this point that i'm so ready for it to be over no yeah and that's why we started the off-duty podcast because it's a comedy podcast where we can just say what everybody is thinking off-duty right exactly and we can say what we're thinking wait we can say what you're thinking while we do it and we say it and you feel like we're the head in your voice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you were thinking it. Yeah, but you said it. Right. And we're back. How's your day? My day's been actually really filled with nothing. You had a, like a pretty busy few days though. I did. I mean, mm, not really. Like I've been taking this time of this week where I'm not actually working at all to... Uh-huh. focus on my life and try to figure out what i'm going to do with my life so right you guys if you need a producer for your podcast <laughs> send them to mike Kandoff at mike Kandoff on instagram he produces everything here i'm just gonna plug you no as you should like, for real if you're starting a podcast and you want somebody that's really fucking good you can see their work and they're gonna be affordable to you hit them up let's not really stick on affordable but you know it's affordable for now, but like once we're on top, it's gonna be on top. You wanna be on top? Oh, that actually brings me into something we talked about last episode. Whoa, yeah, yeah. So. And now it's time for our OD. It's an OD Yeah, that was too good. Actually, fun fact. I can't really get rid of the word fun Mm. fact recently, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> I was just gonna point that out. Like you, you got other people. Literally, my neighbor who had listened to the podcast, she was like, "I was gonna text somebody." Fun fact: as if I had that conversation with them before, but it was really because I listened to your podcast. I can't. Like, I get these words stuck in my head, and then I just have to use them in my everyday text as, not text, but you know, everyday speech. <laughs> Every. She's a Gen Zer. We we speak. In I'm an old Gen Zer. I was born in the wrong generation, you guys. You really were. Let's be honest. <laughs> Mike is before his time. No, literally. Or maybe I'm just gonna be like one of those old people that's really popular with like the younger people. Pedo, pedo. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Every time I think about like people that want to be cool with the younger crowd, they're pedophiles. No, literally, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Have you ever? <laughs> That's a conversation right now. Actually, like, <laughs> piggybacking off of that, have you ever had, like, this, like, um, this is like a shower thought or like a late night before bed thought where you think, like, if I get older, does my taste in people stay the same or does it continuously grow as my age grows? Oh, it grows. Talking about, like, personality-wise, too, you could be the same age with somebody or even somebody being older than you, whatever the case is you can grow out of them if they're not like on the same path as you if that that's why relationships end i'd say like besides like men being <sighs> let's not put the blame on one gender <laughs> <laughs> i know my therapist wants me to fix that language so i am that's why i didn't finish the sentence i'm your co-host because we cohabitate this area and this <laughs> situation <laughs> <laughs> Kid, are you having a stroke? <laughs> you- <laughs> I'm trying to wear this right. But I'm thinking like... Did you put weed in your cigarette that you rolled Oh my earlier? god, no, I wish I did. But... <laughs> it's, you, might, you might need to You guys, slow. let me actually explain you myself guys. before this episode goes any further. So I went... Yeah, before we're, before we're done. I went out... I went out... Um maybe two days ago with some friends and this was supposed to be a little like light wine drinking dinner at a friend's right. house and right. this turned into i mean i don't know why i expected any different these friends we always go crazy for no reason so this turned into like me not sleeping the next day at all like a whole bender and i'm still feeling the after effects so don't mind me being a little bit slow i mean the <laughs> editing's gonna change that for a fact but <laughs> yeah no yeah you guys won't even notice <laughs> but i'm gonna be in that type of headspace where i'm listening to you talk but i catch one word and i go off that word and it's not that i hear your whole conversation oh no, yeah just- <laughs> so let me get it let me wrap us back into the fucking <laughs> let me shut you up <laughs> All right. Uh, first off, you didn't even ask me how my day was, but that's fine. Girl, because we went on a whole tangent. But how was your day? <laughs> because you did have a pretty eventful day today. I saw on Instagram, and I heard a little bit yeah. on the phone before this podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to know what I do from a day to day, just follow me on Instagram at Thank You Let. Um, yeah, I went to a cute little event. It was so fucking cute. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, you guys. It was so cute. It was for this uh, yoga brand. And they had like this Pilates, this light. Okay, she said it was low impact, which it still was. But that bitch had us breaking a sweat. And she looked so light as a feather. And like, y'all know, y'all know what my shape be working with. So like, it was just crazy. I was like, how is this? Did y'all intent for us to sweat? Like, 
But yeah, no, it was so good. And we got so many like good things. Like I upgraded my yoga mat. They gave me a yoga mat. And currently I've been using one from five below. So that thing is so thin, disgusting. And now I have a legit high-end luxe yoga mat. Oh. Right. It's so luxe. It's like too heavy. Like, I don't think I can Actually, carry it send, <laughs> send that my way because I don't have a mattress at home. So. <laughs> Let me have something to sleep on really quick. Okay. So my OD low of the week is that I feel like I haven't been maintaining the routine and structure that I prefer. And that includes like getting on social media in the morning or emails, just like getting on my phone in the morning is a no-no for me. I just refuse to do it, but I've been doing it along with just like, I like to keep my place really, really organized and put mm-hmm. together, you know, like, we know. and right now, like I have a chair that has clothes laying on it and I know that's normal, but stuff like that gives me so much anxiety. Like I think about it while I'm out, like I can be miles away thinking about the chair with the clothes on it. So... Yeah, I need, and my sleep schedule is off. So, but I'm not, I'm surrendering. I'm not like being hard on myself. I'm just going to like put the intention to find more structure. I'm blaming it on like being sick last week. So obviously the structure was off. Like who the fuck wants to stretch when they can't even fucking breathe out of their (laughs) nose, you know? So, you know, so yeah, that's my low. We'll get back to it. I'm feeling actually like I'm having something similar to what you had last week. I was trying to like sketch out ideas for this week and I was like, what the fuck was even my low? Like, I think I'm actually feeling good. The after effects of winter being so heavy that when I had like the seasonal depression, and like super low energy on everything. I think now I'm starting to feel like, okay, well, that's done. Is it going to be warmer again already? No, it's still cold, but I think I'm already used to it now. So I'm just like... God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you now you're, it's like, it's winter. I'm here. We're here. I'm here. I'm queer. We're queer. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, like, that also feeds into, like, my OD high. Actually, to be honest, this week has been very neutral and everything. There's hasn't been really a low. Everything feels neutral. You know why? My, Please tell me. Everything feels neutral because something so amazing and big is about to happen. I can feel it in my soul. My like, pussy's tingling. My pussy is throbbing <laughs> feeling. Like, literally, my pussy can tell the weather. Like, it's literally so excited for what's to come. <laughs> So moving on, I would actually say that my low actually feeds into my high saying like seasonal depression is finally over and I can actually now see things a little bit more clearly and have a little bit more energy to do what I want and do what I've been putting my mind on to doing for the past. I don't even know, like how long has winter been? It feels like it's been four months to this point. It feels like... Well, it's weird because we're having a pretty warm winter over here. It is, but it's still like the winter. I don't even know how to explain it, like the winter vibe. Oh, yeah. No, the winter vibe has literally been forever. And we still have like two to three more months. Like we don't have energy. Yeah. He doesn't have energy. They don't have it. <laughs> like nobody has it. Yeah, he, she, it, they, nobody. <laughs> That's why I've been like for the past two weeks, I've been thinking like, so what's your high? My high is that seasonal depression is over. But I, like, as I was saying, oh, this, okay. <laughs> this week has been so neutral that I can't really pick between a high and a low. They're all kind of the same shit, you know? I have a high for you. I already I know one of your highs. Girl, point it out. Ah. 
hanging out with your friends and how supportive they are of like asking you about the pod and saying how proud of you they are. Oh, that was actually a really nice day, but I, it was a, definitely the yeah, no, it was, <laughs> 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 it was the high point of my week fuck them so far. But it's like I don't know if I want to mention like hanging out with my friends and like really enjoying the company of my friends because like that yeah, that's like val- that's so relatable. I feel like simple stuff. That's why we do OD highs in those is to show relation. Okay. Because mine is going to be, yeah. I didn't know if it was too minuscule. (laughs) I was like, this is so like. No, connection is everything. No, but I I I did actually have a really good time with my friends and I felt like I haven't put too much time and energy into them. It's just finding that balance. I mean, we were, yeah, we were launching. Like that's bound to happen in life where you have to just like take a a few moments to focus on yourself and what it is that you want mm. and your goals and then the friends that are real are there you know waiting for you to to come back and things change like you know schedules change 100 percent. because like even when i came to meet my friends that were telling me like we're so proud of you for doing this podcast and like really putting your energy forward and like I never had to tell them an excuse like, oh, I didn't hang out with you this right. day. You didn't have to apologize. They, or... they were saying like, we're so happy that you're able to focus on something that you love and you can really put your time and energy into something that you feel proud of. Yeah, because that's inspiring, too, when you see a friend choosing themselves. Like, we definitely make choosing yourself a low thing, like a small thing when it's so difficult to do and it's such an amazing thing for you and for the energy around you too when you start choosing yourself like that's not a selfish thing no but it takes a lot of a person to actually realize that and can see that in their friend because it's so easy to like take it personal exactly so easy to like become the victim in a situation Ooh, which actually feeds into a later topic later in the episode if you guys want to stay tuned and listen Mm, (laughs) you guys the topic this week is so funny a lot of you guys wrote in for us so we're gonna be sharing our opinions but okay let me get to my high really quick mine are pretty cute mine mine are related to friends too i had a girls night the night we um talked last that the last time you you guys and i and us talked oh girls like me and you recorded the last I episode i couldn't remember no. <laughs> we talk every day <laughs> it's like oh my god what happened <laughs> tell me um yeah no one of my girlfriends in my building uh hosted like a cute little girls night and invited some like other i don't want to say like-minded but like you could tell like we could get along people with a similar vibe yeah right so it was like six of us i can't count right now it took too many hits but (laughs) (laughs) i just shot a queen (laughs) queen shit uh yeah it was so nice ended up being oh my god i don't know if i told you this one of the girls graduated from usf and now we live in the same building in fucking Queens. What? Go Bulls. <clears throat> I feel like you've been telling me a lot about like Florida, Floridians, like people that you knew from your past coming into New York. Well, I didn't know her in my past. Not past, but you know, like from your past. Just the relation. Yeah, exactly. I also have been getting signs from the universe that I'm going to be on a reality show. Girl, shut you the guys. fuck up. <laughs> I've seen two people from the same reality show in the last like two weeks. They're from one of my, they're from Bravo. They're from somewhere else. They're my favorite people ever. Paige DeSorbo, if you're listening. <laughs> C 
Sierra Miller, if you're listening, big fan. Paige, anyway. uh, Paige DeSorbo <laughs> has already blocked this podcast. No, she sure yeah. has. She said copycats. <laughs> but actually, since you have this dream and you have this vision in your mind, if you could be on any reality TV show, uh-huh. which one would it be? Like right now, this very moment, tomorrow you start filming. I've thought about it. I've thought about it, and the only one that I would accept is The Circle, because it's a short amount of time. The Netflix? It's a competition. Yeah. Um, And I feel like it's a show that you're not painted to be the bad Mm -hmm. guy at all. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'm fearful of, like, of a reality show. Like, anything on Bravo is, like, you know, there's always a villain. I have the personality type for reality television, then I would be the villain. (laughs) I can see it. I can see it. I already know that about myself. So, yeah, I would only do the circle because I'm so afraid of, like, what my image could be. And I'm sensitive as fuck. If people told me to start killing myself, sorry, I would die. <laughs> I would I would do the that one show on Netflix that you showed me that one time, like, pff, super long ago, where it's, like, the blind date show where they have, like, one person that dates, like, maybe it's, like, four or five people. And they keep showing the dates, like, synonymously with each other. And it's always the same location. Oh my god, one of the episodes was this Indian girl and this white guy was telling her, like, you don't understand. Oh, I think like, I know what you're talking about. Are you sure that was Netflix? It sounds like MTV era. It's it's Netflix. Like, from a long time ago? No, because this one was filled, like, very, like, film-style filming. It's not reality show filming. It's, like... Yeah. It's super interesting. I rewatched it recently, like, a maybe, like, two, three episodes with some friends. And I was thinking oh about god. it recently. I was like, oh my god. Like, I would, Tell me the name whenever you remember. I think it's called Blind Date. I would totally do something like that. That's I would fun. do, like, a dating... Yeah, like, a dating show. But not The Bachelor. No, absolutely not. That's too long. Like, something that's quick and it's, like, a one-day shooting or, like, a yeah, few... Like a, a week. Even a week is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so... Yeah, back to the ODI highs. Sorry, you guys. We didn't, I don't know. No excuse for you Bitch, guys. We're on one. We're on one. Um, so it was a great night. Met a girl that literally went to my university. What are the odds? Like, that's just fate. Like, how cool is that? And everybody was so warm and fun. And then another cute little OD high is that Nala and I were at the park, and Nala's just being Who's the Nala? my baby girl is my baby um it's my dog she's nine years old you guys will hear about her a lot if you follow me you see her a lot she's my queen she's princess princess nala so i was sitting on a bench and nala was majestically you know just being the queen that she is watching like the water we were watching the ferry in the city i have like (laughs) the ferry um the full view of like the east river and stuff and this little viejita, a little abuelita, came over and she was like, Ella muerde, which means like, does she bite? And I was like, no, ella no muerde. And normally Nala like... See, sí, she does. Si, sí. cuidado, mija. <laughs> cuidado, mami. Cuidado, mami. No, she's not like a fucking poodle. Like, people don't normally like want to come up to her, especially like older women never really want to come up to her. And she literally came up to her, Nala literally like got all cute and she literally gave nala a kiss like it was so sweet and i it was just like like i don't know it just felt like such a warm interaction i see nala as like a puppy because she's so alexis has a labrador retriever i would say so yeah she's a lab she's just mixed like probably black german shepherd she has a spotted tongue 
she's like super she looks like a puppy she doesn't actually look like a full labrador retriever and she's so skinny because alexis doesn't feed her no Let she's fat now no no no, she's fat now oh, she? oh yeah because of no, that I... disease she got she oh. won't stop eating yeah no she won't stop eating because I remember her like super slim, like super athletic build. Like she was really like a bodybuilder queen. Yeah, I got my baby lean. Like I'm, I feel like it's literal animal abuse to overfeed your dog. Like no. Oh my god! But it becomes so hard. Like if anybody has seen my cat, that thing is humongous. It's animal abuse. I say that all the time. Actually, my parents just went on vacation for three weeks, and they put him in a <laughs> an animal, uh, not hospital animal hotel and he lost three pounds from depression Poor thing. <laughs> he's just like his daddy just like me like i yeah. remember i was about like 100 128 pounds like during summertime like last summer but yeah my recommendation this week is um the movie you people with jonah hill and uh lauren london so good you guys if you <laughs> can you give me a quick synopsis actually because i've been you've been yeah, you've been so... telling me how this movie is like has really good ratings and all that and honestly i haven't like read a synopsis on it or read anything about it they've been um doing a lot of pr for for uh the movie so i thought like is it gonna be underwhelming it's being it was released on netflix and i think in theaters as well but it's accessible on netflix which i kind of love that um it was amazing jonah hill is one of the writers along with the guy who did blackish if i'm not mistaken um also wrote it and it was just like it was I would really put it in one of my top list, and I haven't put something in my top list since, like, you know. Wait, so is this a comedy? It's a rom com. Okay, but like with a cool message behind it. Like it's not like the toxic rom com where it's like, I'll do anything to be with you, which is such a toxic way of like thinking about love. Codependency. You know? That's not really how love works. Right, <laughs> and it's like, why would you change for somebody? Like that's the whole thing. You're gonna change right back to who you are. This is giving me very much vibes of like that movie that Ashton Kutcher's in where it's like he's the white guy and then this the girl he's dating is black and she brings him home. I don't know what movie that is, but essentially it's that. But it's I don't know if that movie showed both sides, but like obviously racism comes in every form and it shows how, you know, how white people can just be so tone deaf when it comes to like, you know, bringing somebody ethnic within their home and like into their family and like the questions the white mom was asking and like it was like she was coming from a place of like wanting to know obviously like she's not racist nothing like that but she's tone deaf which can still be so offending to someone who's black or of minority in general so yeah and like it also showed Lauren London side, I forgot, I'm terrible with, like, character names, but how her Muslim black father did not want her to be dating a white boy, obviously, so, like, Jonah really had to prove himself, and, like, vice versa, and it all came together, like, they broke up, came together, like, it was just so cute, so funny, Jonah Hill is, like, I love Jonah Hill, like, he's the only fat dude I'd, like, really be into, I'd slurp him up. He's actually, like, He's in my dream blunt rotation. Oh my god. 
This is actually a topic that we yeah, want to talk about. Yeah, let me about write that down. That's, that's that one that I was like, what's that topic? I just remembered it now because Jonah Hill is 100% in my dream blunt rotation, along with Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, absolutely. You know, he's on Airbnb right now. We can literally rent an Airbnb with Seth Rogen, and he is going to make clay with us and smoke with us. Should we do it? Where? California? I don't even know. Either like California or Colorado or something. Why does it have to be so far from me? Like You're the fucking weirdo who lives in Europe. Like Weirdo, bitch. Everybody wants to move here now. Like all the TikToks I've seen. Are you kidding? Everyone wants to live in Europe. <laughs> but no, it was a really, really good movie. I love Jonah Hill in it. Um Lauren London did phenomenal. I don't you're not familiar, but she lost her husband not too long ago. Um, so she this is like her first project with dealing with grief. And all the PR that she's been doing, like she went on the Drew Barrymore show and stuff, and she talks about like what that's like. Her her perspective of grief. Um, she did a podcast with Angie Martinez. I'm hoping I'm getting everybody's names right because I'd be fucking up. And she talks about grief. If you if you are dealing with that, I think it's a great recommendation to listen to. Um, she really mm-hmm. like normalizes and humanizes the whole concept of grief and the whole concept of just dying, which is something that's so needed because it's the only guarantee we have in life. So thankfully, I've actually never dealt with like heavy grief. I've never actually lost somebody that was close to me. Yeah, not yet. The time will come like 100 percent. Right. It happens to everybody in their life. But thankfully, I haven't dealt with it. So it's definitely a privilege. So, uh, yeah, so thankfully, we're going to have a very childish and fun topic for you guys this week because we've been sounding Actually, way too I have smart. Another... Oh, you have another one? Fuck, Mike. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so, like, moving on from movies, like, I actually had another recommendation, which was a movie. So, during the mock episodes that we filmed for this show, it was during the, I think, the final episodes of White Lotus. So, me and Alexis were both on this huge binge for Aubrey. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza, we were on this We talked about ass. Aubrey every single mock episode. We were obsessed. You would think it's an Aubrey Plaza fucking podcast. So now I'm thinking like, I don't know, like Alexis was telling me about this movie where she doesn't play like this typical comedy character. Like she's a very much dramatic yes, actress. she's so good. What movie was that Um, with the cards? Emily the Criminal. Yes. So I was thinking like, I came into this movie thinking like, oh, she's going to have like her like one-liners her little like every so often you know but this bitch had a whole like oscar winning performance performance where it was good like this movie took me for so many loops like usually so let me give you a quick synopsis before i like continue forward so basically this movie is highlighting a woman that is struggling on her feet she has student loan like everybody else Mm -hmm. and she decides to move into credit card fraud right um and then this movie eventually spirals and it becomes something else so she just like progresses forward and becomes like this really i don't want to spoil anything actually because like some of the points in the movie like really took me for a loop like just know that the expectation that you have for a woman in crime is not going to be what you're going to get from this movie which was like so refreshing and selfish amazing she was the villain in such a good way exactly and her acting was absolutely phenomenal like this movie was actually the reason i remember to watch it is because i was looking at a rotten tomatoes like top movies of the year and this one came up and i was thinking like maybe i should fucking watch this right so honestly you guys you guys 
go watch it but smoke a little bit before actually maybe even drink a little bit before get yeah. a little bit angry you yeah, know get a little get kooky <laughs> <laughs> but the movie is really good like it really highlights like some social issues and it really highlights Aubrey Plaza as an actress yeah. which I really just never just thought I could see seeing her in more serious role was really really nice same thing with Black exactly. Bear seeing her in Black Bear although she still had her one liners like yeah bitches be crazy <laughs> So like in Black Bear, she had she was like she still had that's that. That's definitely Plaza Emmy persona. winning. Emmy is for movies, right? Mm, I think Emmy's actually for TV. Oh whatever, Golden Globe. She deserves a fucking slay, award. Slay. Slay. She's a fucking slay. Nobel Prize. Shout out to that Puerto Rican bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Representing for the Latinas. So this week's topic, since last week we talked about our attractions, we were like, let's do the yin to the yang and let's do X. And we listed out our X and we also got some X from you guys. So we wanted to see, we haven't read them yet. So we wanted to see if we agreed with you. So go ahead, you start. Give me an X. So I would say like one of my top X and it's like something that I really, really notice super fast on is like when you're on a date. Mm -hmm. And you're talking to somebody and usually I'm the type of person that pushes the conversation. And I continuously talk because I get super anxious with right. silence. Yeah, so the thing I notice a lot is like if somebody's not looking me in the eyes the whole time, like they look like imagine that I'm talking like 10 minutes full, <laughs> like nonstop fucking blabbering. Right. Like you always fucking do. Exactly. <laughs> and so this guy finally has like his moment to shine, his moment to talk and he glances at me while he's talking. He never looks me in the eyes. He's always looking to the left, to the right. And it's like, I don't know. It just gives me that whole sign of like not being confident, not being sure of what you're saying. It's like, yeah. why would I want to like listen to you when you can't even be sure of yourself? Just a lack of confidence is icky. This is the first day. Of course, like I right. have my insecure side and I have these sides of myself that I don't want to show on the first date. And that will eventually show right. up. This is no shame. Like, we know mental health, like, plays into it. But obviously, this is our personal opinion. And if we prefer somebody that's confident, it is what it is. One of my icks is asking me to chill without ever meeting. Like, why aren't you asking me on a date? Like, what? I could chill by myself. Like, the fact that you are already not adding value to me. And this is very het. This is a very hetero. Yeah, I was going to, I was actually going to mention that. Y'all gays is different. I got nothing to do with me. But as a grown-ass independent female who really got it on her own, like, you know where the fuck I'm living. Like, you know my ambition. You know all that. For somebody to just, like, ask me to chill when I don't even know them is just, like, you're not adding any value to me. You know? We've had this conversation earlier. Like, um, I mean, of course, like, me and Alexis, like we said, we talk every day. But, mm -hmm. like, she's told me that she met a guy on tinder and he's i'm not a tinder bitch i'm a hinge bitch don't ever do okay. that again <laughs> i stand correct nasty ass fucking <laughs> but like she'll say like a guy's not putting too much effort because they want to chill on the first day or do so and so and in my head but this might be because i'm a boy like i just see it so differently where it's because you're gay too because y'all are different y'all are i feel like when two men are in a relationship I feel like the roles are different than when it's a man and a female in a relationship. Like, it, it can't be comparative. I think it's because I hang with a lot of straight guys. <laughs> Never date any of the straight guys that you're friends with. 
they're fucking deadbeats. <laughs> like, are you kidding? You don't know them Even all. Even the ones that we went to high school with that you were friends with after high school, I was like, why are you with them? They're, no, they are. They're they literally. Are. Like, those specifically are deadbeats. Anyway, that's a good But <laughs> I have some really good ones. <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, I, I want to preface this that I am actively working on my relationship with men therapeutically. Um so like don't come for me talking about like that's why you always single blah 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 because i am sensitive so if you tell me (laughs) i'll cry myself to sleep but no for an example though this guy broke ass motherfucker we're talking about our favorite movie theaters right when he got my number he was like so are we watching a movie at your place or a theater first off your broke ass is really inviting yourself into my home you think i pay all this rent so that you can invite yourself into my home? For real. Mike, you know that's shit. When you said theater, the only thing I could think about was like Abraham Lincoln's assassination. Your mind is on <laughs> 10. On 10. <laughs> but yeah, so like me and you have had this discussion a few times, but... Like, I always felt like it was such a, like, you had your own personal Mm -hmm. view, and I didn't think it was actually the view of the... Majority. Not the majority, but it's like, that. I always just thought you had your own personal view. And then I talked to my manager about this. You thought I was the problem? You thought I was the problem? (laughs) (laughs) I said... Why are you like everybody else thinking I'm the villain? This is exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway... We think the same thing about each other, but that's because we're such close friends that we can honestly yeah. like delve deep into that and we can tell yeah, each other. Yeah, because you know my traumas, so it's easy Regardless. to blame it. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, and I felt and she told me that she had the same um viewpoint as you and I thought I just thought it was so interesting. A lot to of see. girls do. I think it's I don't know if it's because I surround myself with like independent women as well who like really got it on their own, like but for real. Like I think to be honest, like for the most part, especially when I live here, I don't really talk to straight girls. Like, I hang out with a lot of straight girls when it's my time to hang out. But when it's my time alone, I'm not texting really th- Right, with them. so it's not like you're, like, in the conversations of when they're, like, talking about guys and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's not just me. I know it's the majority. Like, a lot of girls want... It's just, like, we want to be asked out on a date. Like, it's not hard to you know like here in new york talking about the dating culture in new york it's not hard to make a quick resi and tell me the time and place or to buy the movie ticket and we can go to ipad mm. you know what i mean like little even like if it was summertime and going to a museum museums are free you know what i mean uh, no i can't wait for summer oh my god i could come thinking about it but like you know what i mean like all of that is so simple and we the thing is that I'm the type of female to take myself out to do stuff like that. So if you're already incapable of doing yeah. that, it's just like, what's the point of you, babes? Because at the end of the day, I'm giving myself O's. Because at the end of the day, I'm going to teach you how to fuck me. Yeah. So it's like, at the yeah, end of the day, babes. I'm still the teacher. So I'm still the one picking it up for us. Anyways. I just want to add a quick point like to that. It's like... The reason I can't see it so so much in perspective as Alexis is because I'm the type of person that's like very low energy, very not low energy, but like yeah, you're low maintenance. Low maintenance, exactly. That's mm-hmm. the word. Like I just 
like me personally i just do not like planning i don't like doing all this things so i just so it's not like you expect it for another person to also be a planner exactly like if somebody does that then i'm just like oh wow but that's like, the thing this is, is that like the we whole offer step. different things in a relationship because i used to be insecure at the fact that i would consider myself high maintenance because there's such a negative connotation and i don't think i'm that high yeah. maintenance it's just the love that i'm able to provide and the things i'm able to provide not even love the services all of that i know that it's really up there Ooh, service <laughs> <laughs> she charges <laughs> no but like you know like i'm if i'm dating some you know what i mean like i yeah i mm-hmm. want what i can give so but yeah that's the it another it let me do one so my next act actually like piggybacks off the past mm-hmm. one so um it would be somebody that's lazy slash unmotivated. A lack of ambition. Exactly. But I want to like further like deeply explain this because this could be seen in so many right. different levels. So like this could be somebody that's just doesn't have a goal in mind, like doesn't have where they want to be yeah. in mind. And it's not saying they have like, to be there. It's just the want that's on my list. Yep. Yeah, you don't have exactly. to exactly like somebody that's like really just flowing through life and like really just doesn't have a want you're like lack of depth it's just like exactly so like at that point like once you don't have a goal Mm -hmm. what do you even have to talk about with me like all you can talk about is what you saw on instagram what you saw on tiktok like we can't even have like an in-depth conversation on one topic and that's like crazy because you and i can talk about rocks for 30 minutes girl i was thinking rock stars i was like wow we can no like literal (laughs) rocks like what we're floating on no we can yeah because we have depth but we also expand ourselves like to a different level where we can we just think we gotta think big bitch (laughs) on our time off like we take the time to actually like learn about these things like really research like some things like deeply and we can sit there and talk about it like there's so many people that that don't talk about anything. They just sit there and they listen just, to you. It's I like, can name them all. I can name a few right now. You know one of them because we brought her up well, the other day. Anyway, sip that wine, girl. <laughs> no, that was literally my second egg. Lack of ambition or want for growth. My next egg is when they're closed-minded about astrology. Bitch of all things. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I'm on, you know, Hinge, and so, like, it's, like, a fucking shopping catalog. So, a lot of them will be, like, we won't get along if you think astrology is real or something like that. Like, the the question is, like, we won't get along if, and they put, you think astrology is real. And, like, my whole spirituality is behind astrology and just spirituality, and I feel like it's all connected. I think astrology is also connected to cognitive behavioral therapy, which is, you know, the normal therapy of talking things out and relating it to your childhood. I think mm-hmm. all of that shit's connected. And so it's like, you're basically telling me God isn't real. You know, like if I was a Christian, it's like, yeah, yeah. oh, if you I believe mean, in God, that's how I take it. It's a, it's a way of thinking like what defines our world and what defines us. So it's like, I can 100% see how it could be related to religion, like yeah. that whole context. Yeah, it's like you blame and, and you know, going deeper with astrology, you can blame like bad energies on the planets not being aligned just like you can like you know you you have something to blame and you have something to put hope into which is the whole foundation of religion it's literally how it started so i think 
But I think you're limiting yourself in that, like, um... I think they're limiting themselves. If they're going to limit themselves, I'm going to limit them, too. No, I'm saying, like, you're limiting yourself in the same way that you said in this podcast. Like, I feel you're not just into astrology and you don't want to... I don't want you to put yourself in that whole category because I feel like you're such a spiritual person. It's, right. doesn't have to just involve spirituality. It involves, like... Um, who you are as a person, like really understanding yeah, who it's you not are, like I'm self-awareness. Like, oh, I hate all Gemini's. Like I'm not that type of like someone who exactly. believes in astrology. But I think they have that idea, which is already closed-minded. Me being a deep thinker, I'm like, you already think of women as like this one thing when you have that type of mindset rather than thinking that women are human beings that have different amounts of depth. Like, just because you had one yeah. bad experience of a girl being like, oh, I'll never date a Capricorn. You're like, oh, all women are fucking, all women that believe in astrology are fucking stupid. It's like, okay. 100%. Like, I definitely believe that there's some truth in it. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely look at my horoscope and I'm like, oh, what's going to happen this week? Yeah. But there's 100, absolutely, not just 100, 1,000% these people that are like super into it and they will look up a guy and say he's a Capricorn, had one day with him, and, like, they're on the fence about him. And then right. they'll say, like, oh, he's a Cancer or a Capricorn. And it's like, I'm not going to date him because of that. Right, That's yeah, no. taking it too far. See, for me, but, I like, use astrology thing- as, like, getting to know a person and, like, what their communication styles are. Because normally, like, if you get deep into, like, what their moon sign is, rising and going beyond and the houses and all of that... You can tell a lot about a person even beyond of what they know about themselves because, like, that shit's science. Like, it's science at the end of the day. So, yeah, it's a ick. Fuck those. Fuck those guys. Have you ever looked into the, I think it's called the IMBD, 16 Personality Methods? 16 Personalities, Yeah, I, <clears throat> I love personality um, exams and stuff. My favorite one is the Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram 8, if anybody's wondering. I, all my 8s out there. I'm going to look it up. Guess what the 8 is? Um, Lesbian. Yeah. The Challenger. <laughs> what is it called? Enneagram? Enneagram. E-N-N-E-A. Okay, what's another ick? Moving on to relationships. Actually, one of my icks is like not being able to fucking kiss. Oh my god, I was literally having this conversation with one of my girls the other day. I was like, why can't some dudes kiss? Like, it's, I don't under, it's so bad. The more I got into dating, like, since I was like, I mean, I started dating around 18, actually, like, the regular Mm -hmm. age. But Mm -hmm. from that moment on, I've realized that the general population of society cannot fucking kiss and sucks at sex. Okay, what kind of kisser are you? Like, what's it like? Oh. Tell me, because I can explain mine. Okay, so I'm usually a leader uh-huh. because m- most people can't kiss, so I'm like trying to lead the situation. But um, we're talking about making out, like, correct? Yeah, so like, what okay. do you like, <laughs> So, like, you read the situation, like, are you the type to just go in with tongue or do you, um, okay, do you, so like, you ease your way in? When I was younger, maybe like 20 years old, like I hooked up with, with this one guy and he told me like, you use way too much tongue. And after that, he taught me. And then that's when I started being able to read a situation. So I do tongue, tongue, kiss regular, tongue, tongue, you know, like there's that's a yours? rhythm to okay. it. For me, I feel like I feel like 
if we're getting like because i've analyzed this obviously because i'm hyper analytical but i feel like men don't really read the other mouth the men that i've kissed anyway they don't read the other mouth and so like some will just go in with tongue like that without like easing it in because you have to make it a tease everything's a tease absolutely yes yes yes. you know what i mean so that's that can be so sensual like you can get so wet just by kissing and they just go in with tongue they don't like bite a lip or anything i'm like i love just like Oof, a little sucking I love on the a lip, lip. Bite. like my lip biting lips up i feel like that's just constant part of the flow like a little bit of tongue little lip bite little lip suck little kiss and then we go it's like the sight you know what i mean and like yes yes yes, yes, yeah, yes men don't do that like men will go in with just teeth and like the mouth is too open like and i have a really small mouth like i have an abnormally small mouth i had to get a lot of teeth removed to get braces <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate but i i mean deal. um and so like if they go in like just mouth open like that it's like what like your mouth should not be open when you go in for it it shouldn't be like like it needs to be like a but i've made out with girls plenty of times and i i've made out with girls that did not know how to kiss either exactly they have, the, they have the same issue and that's what made me realize like like i had a liquor one where she was like girl not her being a fucking dog you know who i'm talking about i don't but we can get into Fuck it that after bitch. in the behind the scenes yeah no she took advantage <laughs> Wait. of Wait. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can make fun of it, but that was traumatic. <laughs> a lot of girls are actually like that. Like they do like the delicate like. Yeah, no, kissing. I want you to like suck on my lip a little bit. I want to hurt. I want it to hurt a little bit. Oh my god, girl! Mm. I love when somebody before I even tell them like suck on my tongue or like let me yeah, suck, suck on, on your my tongue. tongue. Like Especially that's fucking like, sexy. Like once we're into it, definitely sexy. suck on my tongue a little bit. Like <laughs> one time, like that split because somebody pulled my tongue a little too hard. Girl, fun fact. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> the first time I was sucking dick, this guy's foreskin got stuck in my gap. <laughs> <laughs> it got stuck where? In my gap. Mike has the most model-esque gap there is. It's so phenomenal. You guys. You guys, he's the model. Like, that really triggered... <laughs> like, it was such a triggering moment because I've always been self-conscious about my gap, like, since middle school to maybe, like, first year in college. Yeah, you always were, but it's such an amazing... Yeah, now I'm like, I, I love my teeth because they're fucking perfectly white. No, they're perfect. Anyway, another ick of mine is when they can't dress well. Again, <gasps> this is my type. Yeah. Absolutely, This is my bitch. type. If it's your, like, if you don't agree, that's fine. Don't come for me. But I can get so turned on when they dress well. Like, they could be so medium ugly. They can honestly even be short. But if they dress well or if they're in fu- dressing well and funny is, like, I feel like it gives you such points because, like, A, it means you're intentional. B, mm-hmm. you can tell, like, they have a creative side to them, that they have an eye for, like, the beauty of art and things like that, you know, yeah. like, if they have a fashion sense. That doesn't mean that they need to be in Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fanny, Fanny Prada, because I'm not that type of bitch. Oh, bring that song back. But if a man pulls up, Gucci, Gucci, Louis, Louis, Fanny, Fanny Prada, Louis, Only Americans know that song, just so you know, like, it's... Right. J- just a side note. 
anyways but if a dude pulled up and like em and leon door uh you know what brand i'm talking about right yeah i love that brand so much. it's such a phenomenal like streetwear male brand and even like in polo ralph lauren like on some the like this is the, but for <laughs> me and you like even like i know you say this <laughs> like as a you just started so much go ahead but I want to say, like, this is such a um, conversation that you have for the beginning of a date. Like, right. I know we have these ics about a person, but as soon as we like somebody and we really care about somebody, absolutely their fashion sense does not matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah. No, because I'm definitely friends with people that I wouldn't find um, inspiration. Not just friends, but like... I've dated guys that can't dress well, too. Yeah. Exactly. Like... Oof. Girl, I literally, he came up on my suggested the other day and I was like, yuck. <laughs> He's so fucking yuck to me. Icky. He was icky. Oh my God. He was a bad kisser too. He definitely was more tongue. He was such a deadbeat. Oh my God. He was such a deadbeat. <gasps> From what I know, he still is, but. Yeah. The whole group is deadbeats, let's be honest. Anyway, girl, we getting off topic with these hoes from high school. But yeah, I can't dress well. Like if, I don't know, yeah. It's like if you don't have the staples, babe, it's hard for me to find an attraction to you. Um, one recently was this dude, haven't even met him in person, but we FaceTimed a few times, brought up his ex. I think bringing up your ex in general during the first to third date is weird but we haven't even gotten to the date yet and you're bringing up your ex it's like there's so many icks about it the thing that i think is like maybe i'm still too much into my ex that i can't see it as an ick if you were on a date with a new guy you would bring up your ex it depends on the context like it depends on the situation it depends on like what we're talking about like i would bring him up not randomly like i wouldn't bring him up myself that mother well in my situation that motherfucker brought it up randomly and now i'm like so he's back with that's way different i think though warning if you want any advice from this even if you think about your ex during that conversation retract i think it's best to leave that like i don't think bringing that energy into a first date conversation is like appropriate because i think it just brings in that expectation of you to be their ex yeah then you got somebody thinking about their ex yeah like why are you thinking about your ex but yeah that's that anyway next (laughs) actually my last one Uh my last um ick is that you just cannot hold a conversation i'll give you an example so i had one day we had this whole three day four day like conversation on tinder or hinge or whatever the fuck it may be and mm-hmm. we get to this cafe, like, conversation before that, we're, like, going crazy, like, fire, like, in- insane. Just paragraphs back mm-hmm. and forth. Like, mm-hmm. it was really good. And then we get there, and it's, like, silence. Yeah. Your ick is, like, the same throughout. It's literally, like, don't be a boring kisser. Don't be a boring communicator. Just don't be exactly. fucking boring. I think okay. the whole thing with me is, like, if you're experienced, so um, notes if anybody's experienced with anything in life and everything in life like hit me up on dm because i've been having no dms on my <laughs> valentine's day post which i need to get a story on soon please everybody hit guys, me up now uh, we're gonna host the bachelor um suite at, um stockholm sweden edition <laughs> and mike is the bachelor anyway okay so i have like two rapid fire ones um this is no offense to you don't take offense to it or to anybody that I know, because this is a lot of people that I know, but someone who drinks a lot, 
I just don't partake in that activity. I, you know, just how they can have an ick about me smoking a lot. We're just not a vibe. I don't think I could really partner up or vibe with somebody who drinks a lot and always like wants to like go out and drink and like go out at night and party, which is fine. Like definitely have your life because I need my space. But like, I don't know. I, 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 I know a lot of men that need like a lot of drinking every night and that's just icky to me. It's just boring. I think that's where me and you differ because like I would like somebody that can go out raving and like partying with me at every time of the moment. So yeah, I just, I wouldn't be able to vibe with somebody who drank a lot. It's just not my thing. And like partying isn't like some a hobby of mine either it's a hobby of yours but like i don't care if they like to go out i don't know there's just some dudes that really like enjoy going out to the club and that's just not my thing it's so crazy because like every time that i've taken you out like heavy drinking or like heavy partying like we always have a great time so i always assume that you're like this type of bitch like this type of no i am no I mean, like, I love a good time. I love going out dancing and stuff, like, with my friends. But there's certain things that I just don't like about nightlife that, I don't know. Like, when I'm out, I'm a great time. Like, I'm the I'm the center of attention. I'm the party. That's literally me. I'm the girl that's like, eh, 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 throw me. You know, like, that's me. But also, it's like, it takes a lot of energy out of me. The next day, I don't really want to, like, do things. Um, I hate that it takes... You know what I mean? I forget you're an introvert. And that's where we have like our differences because like, so introvert and extrovert doesn't mean how much you surround yourself with people. Like introvert just means like how you reach. It just means how much you get energy. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't get that. Like people think that somebody that talks a lot to a group of people is like an extrovert, but they could truly be an introvert. Yeah, I'm definitely an introvert and that's like I need my alone time and even extroverts need their alone time to recharge. But I'm personally the type I was talking about it with my therapist literally yesterday. I was like, when I'm in a relationship, is it valid that I would want a full day to myself? That doesn't mean a day where I can go run errands, a day where I can go hang out with my friends. I mean like a day to myself. Like, I'm, yeah. and when I say relationship, I mean, like, let's say I'm living with my partner. And even if I'm living with my partner, I want separate rooms situation. Like, I want multiple bedrooms. I just need space. Preferably, yeah. you travel. Preferably, I have a whole night, a day and overnight by myself. And I don't know if that'll ever change about me because I'm my best self when I'm able to recharge like that. So, yeah. So, like, it's super different for me. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to, I couldn't be with a guy who wants, like you, who wants somebody who can just be part of every single thing. Like if my dude started just like putting me into plans on all of his plans with his friends, I'd be like, slow down, brother. Like you can, <laughs> you can hang out with them. The guy and I will stay home. I definitely have like codependency issues where like when I first built my relationships and I'm mm-hmm. Like, I have this issue where I cannot find the medium balance of anything. Yeah. So. It's tough because I'm literally the hyper. I'm I'm um, avoidant attachment. Like, my attachment is mm-hmm. avoidant. Like, even when I, like, really like something, I'm like, I got to get out. And it's all, like, just working on it and being aware of it. Okay, one more ick that I have. Sorry, I have one more slight ick. It's just, like, a lack of chivalry. Like, 
there's <gasps> men that don't even like hold doors anymore like just little shit like that it's just like who are you you know what i mean like what is the purpose of you and it's like a man who will let a, a female walk next to like a fucking scary crackhead is like you know what i mean and i've been on dates where men will just like let a crackhead like be able to graze me that's lack of care lack of like caring for somebody i want to feel safe like safety is one of my biggest things that i require out of any relationship friendship relationship all of that safety is a big one so yeah lack of chivalry is such a turn off it's so i feel like they've been like talking about shit like this since like the 2000s when the internet first started coming start started coming out lord have mercy Uh Uh, english is beating up (laughs) english is beating my ass today But yeah, no, we've been talking about it for days and men still just continue to like backtrack, but it's fine. So we're going to get into what you guys have to say. What did you guys have to say? Everybody's is going to be like Mike. No, literally Mike, (laughs) someone who doesn't shower. So I'm going to do, I pulled one of y'all's stories because it was so funny. Uh, One of our listeners said that this one time a guy brought a single rainbow rose to their first date. Bitch, (laughs) of all fucking roses, a fucking rainbow rose. Like maybe it brings, bring something exotic. (laughs) Maybe a blue rose. No, just bring a red rose, but like a single rainbow rose, babe. Bring nothing. Bring nothing. Any color but rainbow. Like it's not gay pride month, baby. It's serving... (laughs) <laughs> it's serving weird it's like it's serving childish immediate ick correct girl correct another one this one's funny she said guys who don't stop talking and guys who won't even do any talking <laughs> which literally is like your shit it's like don't bore me by talking too much but also don't bore me by not saying anything at all <laughs> one of you guys she had a few icks girl she said dirty fingernails which is an absolute yes like <laughs> The hands, like, we know, we like, what? She said, acting cheap, absolutely, like, I hate, like, don't, there's even men that bring up, like, their financial struggles within the first date, and that's crazy to me, like, that's so icky, like, you know? I have something to get into with this, like, one of my ex for, that I wrote down for both men and women is, like, uh-huh. somebody that's always the victim, it's just a mindset. It's a mindset at the end of the day. Yeah. I've literally had a, a dude I haven't even met yet talk about his financial struggles. And I'm just like, disgusting, blocked. We're done. Like, I'm not. It's just so weird. It's weird. But why would you, like, throw yourself under the bus? And, like, that's like going through a job interview and saying, like, oh, my main weakness is blah, 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 blah. Right. You know? Exactly why why would you lead with that i'm not gonna talk about the guys the amount of debt that i have right now is insane do i talk like i'm not gonna don't want to talk about it i'm not gonna talk about that at the end of the day i've got my rich bitch mentality like i want all of these amazing things and at the end of the day it's a mindset money comes and money goes like i'm not gonna like what i'm not absolutely girl (laughs) fuck that um she also said smacking food and she said girl oh my fucking god bitch i cannot stand somebody regardless of gender regardless of whoever the fuck you close your mouth having your mouth full and like smacking food in front of me like literally mouth open i could see the fucking mucus i could see the saliva i could see everything blending in together in one fucking blender (laughs) of your mouth stop (laughs) like it absolutely makes me want to vomit like (sighs) 
Whoever taught you that you can do that, Insane. which is American culture, American culture fucking. You're going on like, a rant. Pushes this. I am going on a rant because I feel like American culture pushes this on a fucking like pedestal. I like, know it's like it's so not nasty. true and it's not good. And guys, you got to rewire everything that you know. Um, a lot of you guys said also agreeing with me about asking to hang, but not being, not doing like a real date. I totally agree with you guys. Um, and one last one that I want to bring up because we've been wanting to have a further discussion on this, but when they asked to split the bill. Yeah. So we'll leave that. We'll leave that for another, for a few topics down the line. I feel right. Actually, just like a little teaser for this. Like I've been asking a little bit of people around and me. And all the in women life, think like, that the men should pay, right? If they're head, if they're heads. I don't want I don't want to give any spoilers, but I've been realizing that the mindset of this topic is differing. It's differing. It's differing from what I It depends on thought. how you identify and um what your sexual preference is. It's also about your generation. It is. Let's keep that in mind. It is. Yeah. Well, Melinda, my therapist, when I say Melinda, that's my therapist. She has said that it's like I my mindset is like I'm dating in the 1940s, so Mm-hmm. Maybe we should listen to our therapist, babes. No, he need to pay. <laughs> like, he needs to pay. Uh, I'm no longer, like, being like, oh, let me split it. Like, no. This is actually, I think this is a topic that we should cover after Valentine's Day. Yeah, guys, next week we have such a good topic. We're, we're deciding between two truths and a fantasy or one truth and one fantasy. But either way, it's going to be on theme for the sexiness that Valentine's Day brings. And the teaser is that you guys are going to be able to guess what's um, a fantasy and what's the truth about something in our sex life. We're going to put these on a poll on Instagram on our stories and we're going to see like... Yeah, so vote. Okay, so it's going to be like super interactive, like super get to know us. And <laughs> I don't know, I think it's going to be super fun. <laughs> Mike's excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited because I have like... I have so many stories lined up and like some of them are crazy. I'm about to really go in on like the fantasy stories <laughs> so y'all could think that they're real. But anyway, that's all we have for this week, you guys. Not that I'm saying that's all we have. Like we haven't been talking for a fucking hour. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours actually. No, literally. But yeah, that's all we have for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As usual, please rate this podcast if you haven't. Follow us on social at offduty underscore six times. You can find me at thank you Lex, and you can find Mike at Mike Kandoff. And all of this information will be linked in the episode description, along with some discount codes for you guys from our partners. Thank you guys so much for listening. Like, we'll see you next time every Wednesdays. At Every Wednesday? 12 a.m. <laughs> Not Wednesday being plural now. <laughs> we do multiple Wednesdays in a week. Like, if you guys haven't caught you up, you know what is plural? Up. The amount of glasses of wine you've had for this episode. And we could hear it, girl. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The slurring is coming through very hard, babes. Well, let's, let me save you guys from that. So, I love you. We love you. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys.